What's up, guys? Welcome back to your weekly FaceTime call slash favorite podcast. I know you guys just literally listened to it, but can we take a moment to appreciate the intro sound? I just love it so much. Every time I pre-record an episode, I just like listen to it a couple times to hype myself up. Between my laugh and Zoe's hums, I just feel like it's just black beauty. Like, you know, in the movies when like somebody dies and their soul just like ascends from their body. I feel like that's the sound it makes when that happens. It's just so cute. I love it. So before we start this episode, I'm going to try to make it really quick, a really quick and fun episode. I have a bunch of questions I want to ask and a bunch of story times, but I did want to let you guys know that we finally got to a thousand followers on TikTok. That is so cute to me. I love that so much. I think last time I checked, we have about 47 subscribers on YouTube and I think like maybe 130 followers on Instagram. You guys, uh, that's so sweet. I love that. I know I keep saying this, but I really never thought anybody would listen to this podcast. And you guys are just showing so much love. And I get a DM uh, maybe like once a week from somebody new or somebody telling me how much they're enjoying the podcast. And it really I know that y'all think that I'm over exaggerating when I say I cry, but I literally be tearing up like that's crazy. I, I love that so much, especially when it's black women like, oh, my gosh, I love a supportive black woman. I and like crying and throwing up every time a black woman says something nice to me i'm just like yes sis i want this podcast to be like the black girl's podcast like i want every black girl in the world to be like oh yeah i listen to chemically and Bally's black girl podcast yeah that's my shit that's my girl that's my home girl what that's the goal like i'm not stopping until literally this podcast name has come out of every black girl mouth ever that's in america and outside somebody from um Somebody from the UK hit me up like two weeks ago and I was like, what? I don't know if I've told this to y'all, but London is literally my favorite place to travel ever. I've been like three times. Oh my gosh. I said we made it out there. That's crazy. Oh my God. But okay, guys, let's start the episode. I want to start this episode with saying, I don't know what's been going on, guys, but I've been super, super emotional lately. I don't know if retrograde is in Mercury or up my ass. I don't know what's going on, but I've been just so full of like anger and sadness and so that leads to my first question of the day i want to know what are you guys's go-to sad songs like when you're laying in bed or when you're just having a really sad day and you just want to lay down and listen to music and just maybe drop a few tears like what is your like top five go-to sad songs i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you guys mine so first and foremost even if this isn't song number one, it's going to be in, in rotation. These are top five in no specific order, all right? First of all, we got Rosalind by Bon Iver and St. Vincent. Y'all know that song. If you're a Twilight fan, you immediately knew the song as soon as I said Rosalind. That song, like, pulls a sadness. It pulls, like, that 2008 sadness out of me. You know what I mean? Like, it pulls out that, like, deep-ass fourth-grade my crush doesn't like me back. I want to be a werewolf, but I'm in love with a, a vampire. It brings out that deep ass sadness. And it's just like, ah, you know, I just need a good cry. I put on Rosalind. Second is Nothing by Chris Brown. If you have never heard that song, I need you to YouTube it right now. Because it's not on like, it's not on like Apple Music or Spotify. It's one of them, one of them low key Chris Brown songs. 
oh whoever he wrote that song about please uh please i would cry every time i heard it oh he he loved that bitch so much that song tear me up every time third we got lost boys by ruth b peter pan was one of my favorite movies as a child i really didn't want to grow up and the way she sings this song and the way she's talking about like not being able to fit in and just you know being a black girl and like oh gosh it just does something to me y'all i can't then of course the song that's probably on everybody's top 10 is do you by neo i mean because come on now come on now if when you listen to that song even if you're over like all of your past relationships there's like one specific ex that you think about when that song come on you can't tell me that i'm not that i'm not telling the truth even if you like oh fuck that nigga i'm over him i don't i don't even think about him no more i don't uh, uh. when you listen to do you by neo i promise you that man's gonna pop up in your mind i promise you that man gonna pop up in your mind and then last for the top five list i don't know why this song makes me sad it just does it's pink and white by frank ocean like the melody of that song just makes me it just makes my heart ache like it makes me so sad i don't know why every time i listen to that song the tear might not drop but it'll definitely form it'll definitely form oh my gosh i gotta do some honorable mentions real quick that was my top five but if y'all don't know faded love by patsy klein you have never been wine drunk on a on a saturday night alone in your apartment watching disney cartoons what Faded Love by Patsy Cline will have you snot bubble crying off of fucking Moscato. I'm not lying to y'all. It's one of them old 50s songs where you can just hear the heartache. You can just hear, you can just hear the heartbreak as she's singing that song. What? And then at the end of the song, there's this one drawn out line that she gives. It's just like, oh, Patsy, please. Patsy, please. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's, that's, that's a hurtful song. And then I got one more honorable honorable mention. The title of this song is Long as Fuck, but this lady was talking her shit in this song. It's called I'd Like to Shake the Hand of the Girl That Finally Won. It's by Yvonne Delaney. When I tell y'all that bitch was talking her shit in this song, one of the lines is, um, she's like, I'm not gonna tell I'm not gonna tell the girl about what we did last night because I'm not trying to I'm not trying to ruin your wedding day. But I, I wanna shake this bitch hand. Cause she, cause she got it. She won. She won. But me and you, we we know the secrets. But but since she got the ring, I'ma shake her hand and I'm not gonna tell your dirty secrets because it's your wedding day and shit. Boy, when I tell you, I said, oh these 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 old white women in the fucking forties and fifties, they used to be talking they shit. Oh my gosh, let me shake her hand after what me and you just did last night. I wanna shake her hand because she got the ring and I ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing yo y'all gotta listen to that song it's crazy oh my gosh i'd be crying my ass off oh my goodness okay so i want to do another question of the day because i was listening to an old episode of one of my favorite podcasts and this question came up and i had such a different answer from both of the people in the podcast and then i was reading the comments um about that certain part and i was like damn everybody's answer is different than mine or i saw a a couple people with the same answer as me but just with different like explanations so the question is would you rather witness the end of the world or the beginning of the world right and my answer is 110 percent the beginning of the world i'm gonna tell you why first of all the end of the world feels like it could be tomorrow you know what i mean i just feel like we're we're like currently and constantly like watching the the downward spiral of earth in itself (laughs) i just feel like that's not something that you know would be like oh i wonder when it's coming it's like soon or at least it feels like it you know 
people really don't give a goddamn about this earth global global warming people out here littering don't nobody give a fuck um i just feel like it's closer or it's not it's not that big of a wonder like the beginning of the earth is i feel like if i oh and i also forgot to mention once you witness whatever you choose you get to go back to your present day life i forgot to mention that once you pick if you rather watch the end or the beginning you get to after you watch it you get to go back to your life as you left it um and i feel like witnessing the beginning of literally everything being able to witness the first flower bloom the first tree grow the first animal that was either born or placed literally the creation of the galaxy and the earth the the first ocean that was filled the first person I just feel like I would have a better outlook on life and I would appreciate my life a lot more than I do because that is such a gift. Nope. Everybody's going to be here for the end of the world. You know, that's going to be a together tragic day. Um, but to be the only person that has witnessed the beginning of literally everything, I feel like my outlook on life when I got back to my present day life would be so much would be filled with so much more gratitude and understanding and appreciation. Also, I, however the world ended, had I did choose to witness the end of the world, whenever I got back to my life, I would be such a fucking wreck. Like, I feel like I would just try to prevent it from happening, whether it be an asteroid or the sun just collapsing in on the earth. I would be a fucking psychopath. I don't think I would mentally be able to handle to go back to my life with knowing how and when the world is going to end. I'd be on the news every day like, oh my God, it's coming. Like I'd be that, like that nigga off of Fairly Odd Parents. Like <laughs> I'd be tweaking every day because I know it's coming. I'd be, I'd, I'd be a lunatic. I'd literally be a menace to society. But you guys know, I've shared some of my, you know, stories and you know how I have all these insecurities and I might not have the most gratitude for my life as, you know, most people do. And I feel like if I got to witness the beginning of literally everything then I would come back a changed person for sure also this is going to be super sad like if anybody clicked on this podcast to hear like a really fun episode today just just kind of slide to the end because this one is going to be really really dark and a little sad but it's a thought that I have all the time right and I just want to know if anybody not can relate to this but at least understand where I'm coming from if you if you've ever felt um suicidal or you ever felt like you don't belong here or you didn't want to be here anymore I just want to know if you've ever had this thought or like I said if you at least understand where this thought process is coming from so by now I know either all of you guys or most of you guys have heard about the recent um school shooting with the kids and stuff stuff like that I am really not desensitized to because I used to have a really big history of being suicidal I'm going to give you guys an example. Um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter is one of the most, um, the most saddest I've been in a long time. I really, really, that really broke my heart as if Kobe Bryant was like my dad or my uncle. I can't even express to you guys how much I was crying when I found that out. The reason why stuff like that is really, really makes me emotional and really gets to me is because there were times that I used to literally get on my hands and knees and pray that I died right? I would pray for like some type of terminal illness. I would pray for a car to just come and hit me out of nowhere and that just be it. I I would literally beg to not be on this earth earth anymore. And when I hear about stories like that, where people just get murdered for no reason, kids, literally children get murdered for no reason or freak accidents happening like Kobe Bryant and and all those people on the, the helicopter with him. It just makes me so sad because, you know, those kids didn't deserve that. 
you know, Kobe and his daughter and all those other people didn't deserve that. You know, I, I'm asking every day to not be on this earth anymore, to take me out. And instead, you. Well, not you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but instead it happens to somebody who it should have never happened to. It happened to somebody who should have been able to live a long, healthy life. You know what I mean? And it just makes me feel bad because it's just like I am living a life that I don't want to live, that I'm constantly taking for granted, that I'm constantly asking to be taken away from me. And these people and their loved ones would probably give everything they've ever had to see them again or live one more day. You know, it just really fucks me up sometimes. Every time I hear about and I shouldn't even be able to say the sentence, but every time I hear about a school shooting and kids are just dying for no reason, I'm just I'm always like why why wouldn't it be me why would you take those babies for no reason these are you know nine-year-olds younger you know five-year-olds six-year-olds seven-year-olds you know it's just like every time I've ever tried to take my own life it never works and it's people it's literally babies out here dying when when they don't deserve that so stuff like that really gets me emotional um because I don't know. It's, it's it, it seems like it's always people who deserve a full, healthy life. And the people who don't deserve to be here or don't want to be here always seem to live the longest. And I don't know. That just that just gets me down and out sometimes. OK, OK, OK. We're going to change the subject. That was the only dark part of this podcast. I promise we're going to get to the good stuff. <laughs> I know y'all clicked on this episode. It was like I was not expecting this bitch to talk about that. Sorry. Let's change it. Let me tell you guys something that happened to me recently that really, really sparked my anxiety. And it made me laugh because I was just like, holy shit. I don't know if this is like um, ADHD or if it's anxiety. You guys tell me. So I'm going to tell you what happened. I was at Starbucks. I was ordering a drink. By the way, I get the same drink from Starbucks. I never changed up. If you want to try it, it's going to be the best drink of your life. I get uh, iced chai with oat milk, brown sugar syrup, and sweet cold foam. I promise you, it's going to change your life. If you do try it, please let me know. Because I need to know that I've affected your life in some way. But I was at Starbucks. This particular Starbucks I go to, they don't um, call out names. I don't know why. Which is a blessing, because nobody can ever pronounce my name. But <laughs> they call you out by the number, your number order. Um... So there was a couple people in front of me. I think the lady, it was like two ladies in front of me. Their numbers were like 87, 80, 88, excuse me, 89, right? I'm like, all right, so clearly my my number is going to be like 90. Why I get up to place my order? Why was my number like 1625? I was like, what? Like, y'all, that rocked my mind so bad. I was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, just listen out for 1625. I was like, what happened to fucking 90? Like, I was so... I don't know why that made me panic so hard because I was like, I'm in my mind, I'm mentally preparing myself to be number 90. And like, where did that logic, where did that math even come from? How did you get from 87, 88, 89? And now my number is just like six, 1,625. Like, where, where did you pull this fucking number from? And why is, why is that my number? Out of all the people in here, why is my number the odd number? Like, I just, that freaked me out so much, y'all. I was like, oh my God. And I feel like, now I have to stand by the little drink station where you go pick up your drink because I feel like if they call out 1625, I'm not even going to recognize it because I'm expecting my number to be 90. Y'all, I was freaking, I, I didn't re- like do anything outwardly, but in- internally I was like, my heart was beating fast as fuck. Cause I was like, what? I was literally shaking in my boots. Like what, 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 what number process is this? What calculator do y'all have? What system are y'all working on for my number to jump from fucking 89 to 
to 1,000 something. That's crazy. I was panicking my ass off, y'all. Okay, guys, I'm going to talk to you guys about something that's, it doesn't really bother me, but it gets under my skin enough for me to want to talk about it. So the other day I was scrolling on the internet, as I do, and I saw a shirt that was so fire and it was an anime related shirt it was um ang from avatar the last airbender and he was sitting on the shoulders of saitama from uh one punch man he was drawing an arrow on his head it was like supposed to be a joke and i was like damn that that shirt is actually fire that'll be a fire tattoo as well so i go to click on the shirt to see how much it is why was that shirt 298 dollars guess who posted the shirt guess whose shirt like company that belong to fucking louis vuitton when i tell y'all i got so irritated so fast i don't know why it bothers me so much but when name brand like big big name brands like that start getting into anime it really bothers me because it feels like you're trying to put two opposing like targeted audiences together that normally wouldn't necessarily be together you know what i mean I'm not saying that people who are into anime don't shop at Louis Vuitton and shit like that. And I'm not saying people that shop at Louis Vuitton don't watch anime. I'm not saying that. It's just saying that most anime fans, unless it's like a collector's item or like a a Comic-Con experience, I'm not spending 290 fuck anything on anime. Anime is super cheap. You know, niggas used to trade, you know, cars in class. And the only like value of the card was what was on the card like the the pokemon the Yu-Gi-Oh. you know what i mean it, it there was no money involved it was trade for card value and i don't know it just it just it just takes the fun out of being an anime fan because it's just like now everybody wants to seem like they watch anime and that's jacking the fucking price up when back in the day this shirt would have been like five dollars you know kind of just like champion i don't know when the fuck champion started being like a hundred dollar clothing brand but that shit got ridiculous and it's kind of like that now people like to have graphic anime t-shirts and because of this wave that's going around from people that don't even fucking watch anime all of the name brand companies are starting to be like oh well i'm starting to notice that you know megan the stallion talks about my hero academia we should put Todoroki on a shirt and, and charge that shit five hundred dollars or my Hero Academia is getting out of hand. You know, let's put fucking, uh, um, oh, uh, let's put All Might on a wallet and make that shit a thousand dollars. It's just like, you're making it not fun for the targeted audience. <laughs> it's just like, I, I really wish they wouldn't do that. It's kind of that same feeling when the older generation see like a young person with an older band graphic t-shirt on and they ask the per- the person like could you name me one song from that band on your shirt and the and the person has no idea who the fucking band is even on their shirt it's kind of like that it's kind of like why would you like ugh, this is such ugh, i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say y'all it just bothers me it's like seeing a person with like a Dungeons and Dragons t-shirt on and you never and you know damn well that person wouldn't be caught dead playing Dungeons and Dragons. This nigga would never go LARPing. They would never go to Comic-Con. They would never make their own cosplay. They would never even put on cosplay. It's just like it's kind of like you're kind of taking the piss out of people who actually enjoy this shit by upcharging it for no fucking reason. And that just bothers me so much. But speaking of anime, 
I need to talk to all of, all of my anime heads right now. I need some new anime to watch. And this is my problem. I've had Crunchyroll on my phone for a couple years now. Because, you know, before Crunchyroll, I was just watching it on that illegal-ass website where you would click anything and, like, five pop-ups would, would come up. That shit was trash. Um, But my main beef with Crunchyroll is that there's every anime I could ever want in the palm of my hand. I can never finish shit. I can't ever finish shit because there's just so so many good ones. Like, I just started Blue Lock why i don't even like i don't even like sport anime but it's so good and i'm just like well now i can't finish this because last time i told y'all that i was watching chainsaw man which is fire haven't even finished the last couple episodes of that i didn't jump on hori mia i didn't jump on so many things vimla saga i i started off saying it was fire which it is but that that motherfucker's starting to piss me off a little bit i had to tell you break i was like why am i getting stressed out y'all i haven't even begun the fourth season of my hero academia i haven't even started it i haven't even started it y'all and my and my hero academia is one of my favorite like new recent animes i haven't even started it i don't think i'm ever gonna watch the fourth season of attack on titan i just don't but i need y'all to give me some new animes even though i i have like 10 of them that i <laughs> haven't even finished and i know is it the new season of Jujutsu Kaisen coming out or if it already came out? Haven't finished that. Y'all, I'm really slacking, but it's because I jumped back and forth from so many different animes. And I watched one episode of, I might butcher the name, but it's My Life Reincarnated as a Slime. I got recommended to that. I got recommended that by a friend and I was like, oh, okay, this might be something I could get into. But I just cannot finish anything. And I was talking about this movie the other day with a friend but it's one of those movies that I have to watch like once a year because it's just such a good like it's such a good mind movie and all the anime people are going to know what I'm talking about y'all know that movie your name brother sister that is a good ass movie and that movie be making me cry too but it's just like I have to watch it every year because when I first started watching the movie when I first ever clicked on that movie I did not know the mental roller coaster that fucking movie was going to take me on and it's just like by the end of that movie my jaw was just dropped I was like yo this was a fucking masterpiece like what the hell that's why it made me so mad when like back to my original point that's why it made me so mad when like name brands get on that shit because y'all don't even know how deep this shit goes y'all don't even y'all would like Y'all don't know about Cowboy Bebop. Y'all like y'all don't know how deep this anime shit goes and you're just slapping shit on a shoe for $2,000. It's just like, ugh, please save it. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap up the episode soon, but I just have a little hot take for you guys. I know Target has been like the bougie store for everybody. It's like, oh, babe, that's Walmart like energy. Like I, I shop at Target. Can I just give like a little unwanted opinion? I think TJ Maxx is like a thousand times better than Target. And I know you guys are going to be like, oh, bitch, you're out of your goddamn mind. But like, think about the last time you've been into a TJ Maxx. It might have been years ago. It might have been yesterday. But TJ Maxx is so quiet and so peaceful. It's like old people in there. Everything you can find in Target, 100% you can find in TJ Maxx. I promise you for like five or $10 cheaper. TJ Maxx isn't crowded with people. TJ Maxx don't have people from TikTok running to get deals and shit. Everything you can find in Target, you can find in TJ Maxx. Just a little bit quieter and a little bit more space and a little bit cheaper. You know, there's not people making TikToks in there. There's just old people walking around looking for a good couch, a good lamp, maybe a pair of pants. You know what I mean? Just think about it. Think about when's the last time that I've been to TJ Maxx. 
the big TJ Maxx, not the little one, not the little one they try to put in the mall, the actual standalone TJ Maxx. Think about the last time you've been in one. You enjoyed the fuck out of yourself, didn't you? Go back. Go back. Next time you have a free day, go just swing by TJ Maxx and just walk around in there. You can be like, why? Why isn't this a store that I frequent? Why am I a why am I a Target girl when I can be a TJ Maxx girl or guy? Hell. I'm just saying, y'all. Y'all might not agree. Y'all might be fully sold on on the Target, but you know. I understand TJ Maxx don't got a Starbucks. I get that. I really do understand that. I'm a Starbucks girl. I just told y'all my Starbucks order. But just next time you have some free time, next time you got a day to just chill and relax, maybe it's this coming Sunday, just swing by. Let me know what you think. I promise you it's better. All right, guys. One more question before I end the episode. Like I said, I just wanted this episode to be cute and sweet and short. But I want to know what was the best piece of advice somebody gave you that was... At the same time, the best piece of advice, but also the worst piece of advice. (laughs) I'm going to tell you mine. And the reason why I want to know the best and worst, because I want to know what it was about that piece of advice that brought you peace and also brought you a little bit of negativity. It's just like, maybe I shouldn't have heard that. And now I take this advice with every part of my life. And maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it should be an incidental advice taking thing. But now I do it for everything. Mine came when I was about eight or nine years old and it was right before I got adopted and I was crying because I hated living with my biological mom at the time. Um, There was so much neglect and abuse and just it was so much and I couldn't handle it and I was crying my eyes out to my aunt and I was like I'm just tired of this I want to run away I just I just don't know what to do anymore and that woman looked me in my eyes and she was like you're not tired of it. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, girl, I'm nine. What do you mean? Yes, I am tired of it. There's nothing I can do about it. She was like, if you were genuinely tired of it, you would change it. You would get out of it. She was like, nobody's holding you back from running away. Nobody's holding you back from calling the police on your mom. You have all the power to change your life and your situation as if you were an adult. If you were really sick and tired of it, you would do something about it. You would change it. You would get out of it. And I was like, mm. Hey, bitch, you might be on something. I was like, you might, hey, <laughs> hey, you might be right. A few months after that, I was adopted. But, 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 but now that I'm in a, gro- a grown adult, anytime I've had it with anything, whether that be a job, a relationship, an experience, something I'm just trying out for fun, anytime... I know for a fact I'm not enjoying it and I'm not going to enjoy it the next time I do it. I'm not going to enjoy it tomorrow. Anytime anything doesn't give me anything but joy and pure happiness or at least enough happiness to where I confirm it to where it gets to the good part. I'm locking that shit off immediately. I told y'all that's the whole reason why I'm in Florida in the first place. I got held by gunpoint. I don't know who I was. I don't know who I thought I was living in Indianapolis, Indiana in the first place, but I got held at gunpoint by a white dude in the dark who was also the sheriff of the town I was staying in. That was traumatic. And I was like, there is no way I'm going to put myself in that situation again. I packed all of my shit up. And within a month I was in Florida. Now, of course there's some other, (laughs) there's some other things intertwined with that story, but I was just like, I know for a fact, I don't want to stay in Indiana. I'm not staying here anymore. I've told y'all a couple of stories about, you know, my relationships and my platonic friendships, you know, if if I feel like I'm not appreciated or if I feel like 
I'm being taken advantage of, I will literally never talk to anybody again. I have no problem with that. Like I said in a previous episode, I am fine with just having a dog. I could go my whole life very happily without talking to anybody ever again. Will I go insane in the future? That is a strong possibility. But it's it's a possibility I'm willing to accept. So I just want to know who and what gave you the advice to where you know it was good advice but you kind of use it for good and bad. You know what I mean? That's that's all I want to know. Okay, guys, that's the end of the episode. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We are on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you know your girls on TikTok. Let's make this podcast the podcast. Okay, y'all, I want to hear you talk about it in the streets. Five stars if you're feeling frisky and five stars even if you're not. <laughs> all the beautiful music in this episode is by the amazing Zoe Marie. Zoe's music can be found on all streaming platforms, so please go listen and love it just like I do, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.